With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I am your host, Dr. John B. Witt, and today we're going to talk about a proof of the recode theory. So this is a very complex um, protocol, the recode protocol is, and it does not jive well with the current medical model as far as having one pill to fix everything, and so Dr. Brisson addresses that. Uh, Recode has now worked for hundreds of people, hundreds of people. So even if you have a genetic risk for Alzheimer's, are already suffering from subjective or mild cognitive impairment, or have been diagnosed with early Alzheimer's itself, take a deep breath and shed the hopeless, helpless feeling. (sighs) It often helps to talk with someone who has improved on the protocol, so it does not feel like some sort of fantasy or empty promise. Then decide whether you really want to fight cognitive decline with this protocol. No one and nothing can help you if you do not want to be better. This is amazing. I'm just, I'm so thankful for this. There's no more, oh, get your affairs in order. There's nothing we can do. There is an option. And talking to people that have gone through the RECO protocol is a great way to, to encourage yourself and your family members because you'll know that this actually does work. And I'm going to go over some specifics here. Uh, There exists balance that affects memory storage versus reorganization and forgetting. The phenomenon phenomenon of eidetic memory, which is photographic memory, supports this point, and further evidence is provided by manipulating this balance. The mutation of the caspase site in APP which is the amyloid precursor protein, reduces the memory loss effects of Alzheimer's disease, which are transgenic mice that have been, uh, you know, they give them the gene so that they have Alzheimer's in a mouse, which they call Alzheimer's. Conversely, introducing Alzheimer's-associated mutations in APP into the mice causes the memory loss associated with Alzheimer's Introducing the mutation that improves the Alzheimer's mice into a normal mouse actually improves its retention of memory. All of these findings support the tenet that there is a plasticity balance that affects memory storage versus reorganization or forgetting. APP <coughs> is a mediator <coughs> excuse me, of the plasticity balance. As noted above, mutations of APP at the beta site, gamma site, and caspase site, for example, alter this balance in both directions in a predictable way, both toward better memory and toward worse memory. These findings support the tenet that APP itself is a mediator of the plasticity balance. So that is saying you have the amyloid precursor protein, and it all depends on how it is cut. If it's cut into the four pieces or the two pieces, uh, four is bad, two is good. So um, I'm actually going to put a document on in the um, Brain Builders Masterclass uh, Facebook group and that explains that and what exactly it is that cuts the APP. 
The four to two ratio reflects the APP mediated plasticity balance, mutations and other manipulations such as trophic factors uh, that increase the four APP derived peptides, um, SAPP beta, alpha beta, JCASP and C31 are reduced or reduce the two APP derived peptides, alpha PPP, alpha and alpha CTF, reduce memory performance and increase the Alzheimer's pathophysiological changes. Conversely, mutations and other manipulations that decrease the same ratio have the opposing effect, improving memory performance and decreasing Alzheimer's-associated pathophysiological changes. Wow, it's a lot of words. And he is explaining a chart on pages 285 and 286 that has the tenets of the theory and the evidence, just so you know. Alzheimer's disease risk factors such as APOE4 alter the plasticity balance and alter the 4 to 2 ratio. Risk factors such as APOE4, reduced estrogen, reduced vitamin D, and many others all increase this 4 to 2 ratio. And conversely, risk reducers such as exercise and brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is BDNF, all reduce this same ratio. And you can get that BDNF in the, a whole coffee fruit extract. That supplement is good for boosting your BDNF. Personally, I just got my results back from 23andMe and sent it to Prometheus to see exactly what my um, genetic APO or yeah, APOE status is. And I'm APOE33, which is the most common, which does not have a lowered risk of Alzheimer's, but does not have an elevated risk either. I'm just kind of average. Sadly, average is okay in this case. Uh, APP is a dependence receptor. As demonstrated in the references listed in the table earlier that he that I was talking about in his book, APP displays the features of a dependence receptor such as a single intracellular caspase site and binding to a trophic factor. Here, it's netrin-1. The probability of developing Alzheimer's disease, alpha, synaptoclastic signaling versus synaptoblastic signaling, so breaking down instead of building up the synapse, just as occurs with osteoclastic versus osteoblastic signaling in osteoporosis. The probability of developing Alzheimer's disease is proportional to the ratio of the synaptoclastic signaling versus the synaptoblastic signaling. It's either building up or breaking down. And modulating this ratio is either in either direction exerts the predicted effects on risk of disease and on progression versus regression of the disease. This tenant is supported by many familial Alzheimer's disease mutations, all of which increase this ratio, as well as by the many epidemiological risk factors and inhibitors from exercise to hormones to trophic support. APP functions as a molecular switch. The derivatives of APP cleavage feedback to inhibit the alternative cleavage pathway. For example, CTF-alpha inhibits the gamma site cleavage and therefore the cleavage path tends toward one direction or another functioning as a switch. APP alpha beta form a prionic loop as a corollary to the tenant immediately above. The addition of amyloid beta to APP increases the generation of amyloid beta as demonstrated in the reference cited in the table. I will find a link, create a link, and put the uh, table in the description of this podcast so you can see what I'm talking about. Thus, APP and alpha beta uh, form a prionic loop with the amyloid beta causing more amyloid beta to be generated from APP, which feeds back to increase the process. The origin of prions is 
in biological signal amplification systems such as blood clotting in which rapid amplification is required and the outcome is not a single goal, whether this is thrombus versus non-thrombotic state or neurite extension versus retraction, etc. Feature anti-homeostatic signaling and thus the mediators beget more of themselves or their signaling. These are the features of prions or prions. I know this is a lot of big technical words, but I'm going to try to simplify it as much as possible. And like I said, having the table in the description of this podcast will make it a lot easier for you to know what I'm talking about. Aggregation modulates signaling as shown in many systems. The self-interaction, homomeric interaction of proteins is often involved in specific effects such as activation. In some caspases, for example, aggregation leads to rapid activation. Alzheimer's disease is a neurodegenerative plasticity imbalance due to a protective response to metabolic, infectious, inflammatory, or toxic inducers. As noted in the text, the shift of APP processing toward the four pro-Alzheimer's peptides, which is the path that produces the amyloid, is a protective response to three major metabolic or toxic perturbations, inflammation, trophic withdrawal, or toxic exposure. This protective response is associated with a downsizing of the synaptic network. A treatment for SCI, MCI, and Alzheimer's disease involves shifting the plasticity balance toward the synaptoblastic signaling and away from synaptoclastic signaling. The final proof of the theory is provided by the finding that humans, not just mice or other animal models with SCI, MCI, or early Alzheimer's disease, have shown improvement following a shift of the balance toward synaptoblastic signaling as described in the references cited. Wow. So, not only does he have evidence in the hundreds of people that have been helped by the RECO protocol, but he also has the animal studies, the mouse studies, et cetera, the mouse with the mouse simers. I thought that was cute to call it that. Um, it helps them, and it also helps humans. So, this is a very, very critical, helpful, useful protocol and I just love the fact that he stresses, do not give up hope. Do not think that there's no option, that nothing works, et cetera, et cetera. This is something that does work. Now, granted, he even admits that it's, it's very complicated. He wishes it was a much simpler approach. But the simplest approach of monotherapeutic um, therapy, such as the magic pill, he has shown for decades, the big pharmaceutical companies have been trying to come up with something that will fix it, and they keep saying, oh, no, no, this is, this is it. Oh, no, 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 this is it. And it just never has uh, come to fruition. That has never been found to be the truth. I actually saw a video that was posted just a month or two ago about a big study that came out that said, oh, hey, we think that Alzheimer's actually might be caused by a virus. And I instantly thought, oh, no, that they're going to keep going along the monotherapeutic approach, and they're going to think we need to convince people that there's a vaccine that will make you immune to Alzheimer's. And that's just not – that is not how this works. It is a very complicated condition caused by multiple factors, and I don't care if you get a shot, you take a pill, it's not going to fix the problem. You need to change your lifestyle. You need to eat organic, healthier foods. Um, have meat be more of a side dish instead of the main course, only two to three ounces per meal. Eat lots of good, healthy vegetables. 
drink plenty of water, you need to exercise. Even, I mean, if exercise is something you haven't done in a long time, just get up and walk your pet. Hopefully you have a pet cat or a dog. Be odd to see you walking your cat, but hey, people do it out here in California all the time, I'm sure. But just getting out and moving is so vital because it basically is telling your brain, hey, we're still, we're still alive, we're still functional, we're still active. Because if not, your brain just is, is kind of like, what's the point? If we're just sitting around watching TV all day, we're not going to need as much brain function as we do if we're actually being active and need to be aware and, and healthy and strong. So wanted to also mention once again that we are um, the beta group for the Brain Builders Masterclass is closed, but we are having a great time in the group. We're sharing lots of great information There's so much information out there that a lot of the uh, group members are actually contributing what they've learned, which is so appreciated. And um, you can join the waitlist for the next masterclass. That'll be in several months. Uh, There's a link in the description of this podcast, and you can also go to bit.ly slash waitlistbb, as in waitlist brain builders. Uh, That will give you an option to enter your email and your most pressing question regarding cognitive health, Alzheimer's, et cetera, even if it's concussion, CTE, things like that. I am so blessed to be a part of this group. I literally have already started to get such great feedback and am just so, so appreciative because I literally know now that my purpose here on this planet is to help people have hope help them to understand that there are options that if you assume the worst, but don't let that get you down, but use that as a way to motivate you to do the right things, to to make the right food choices and and decisions about activity and, and hydration, et cetera, that is what you need to do. Even though I am APOE 3.3, I'm still just going to live life as if I'm APOE 4, just because I know that's going to optimize my brain function. And I want to have an extremely strong brain. I want to be writing, continue to write books and doing podcasts and, and just talks and presentations as much as I can well into my sixties and seventies and even eighties. So I appreciate you listening. I would love to see you in the next masterclass. Like I said, you can just uh, click in the link in the description of this podcast to join the wait list. And I am also going to be adding that table into the description as well that I mentioned in this podcast. And I hope you appreciate that and can utilize it and have a phenomenal Wednesday. God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.